This is a CQ University Australia podcast, where we talk to some of the university's interesting characters. Okay, today we're going to be talking to Wayne Jones on our podcast. This lovely is, to be here. Uh, lovely to have you here, Wayne. Um, nice. Give us a little bit of insight into you, uh, into your past, where you grew up, where you were born, and uh, what life was like for a a young Wayne Jones? Well, I spent a lot of my training years in Redcliffe. Um, That was when I was uh, learning to be a lawyer and I was an apprentice. But before that, I grew up in Ipswich, west of Brisbane. That's where I went to school. Okay. What was Ipswich like when you were growing up? Uh, Coal mining town, lots of um, open bushland around. So um, we all had air rifles and motorbikes and we did a lot of camping out in the bush and the scrub, that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, it was good fun. It was a great place to grow up. Tell us about your family. How many in your family? Um, two uh, sisters, one of whom is in the police. She's a detective in crimes, scenes of crime. The other one is uh, mother, housewife, and works in retail. And uh, my brother does a very interesting job. He maps out where electrical cables go in buildings. I think probably one of the most boring jobs I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> but anyway, he seems to enjoy it and he lives on a farm at the edge of town and works from home. Okay, so your, your sister's a detective. Is this where your interest in law or, you know, the legal profession I think come I, from I that? think I just fell into it a bit. I liked English and writing and what have you at school. So um, they were in the, day, in the days when you went to see a guidance counsellor who said, well, you'll either end up in jail or... Um, Perhaps you might uh, like to think about taking up a career in the law. No. Next. So you, it was a bit hit and miss. So I signed up and found that I quite enjoyed it. So what do you enjoy about it? What were the, um, the elements of it that fascinated you and sort of drove your passion? Well, I started to do it um, full-time, as a full-time student, and then I realised that I probably preferred to be working um, and to some extent that gives me a bit of empathy now with the students that we have in the law degree here. I understand why people are a bit more motivated when they're actually working. Now, whether that's working in the legal profession or not, it doesn't seem to matter. They're a bit more motivated. And I found that I was a bit more motivated when I was working for a law firm. Now, Wayne, while you were a student, did you have any um, sort of part-time jobs just to keep you getting through? Well, I did. I was always really interested in... in film and um, in fact I've now got a son who's an actor he's um, uh, studying in Brisbane he's doing his honours so um, you know we we're very proud of uh, him and that so I think the background for that was when I was uh, working in television when I was in um, university and that was as the paddle pop lion the paddle pop lion I was the paddle pop lion. There are a number of paddle pop lions. I don't want to, if there are any children listening, perhaps they better go out of the room. It's a bit like the Lassie story, but in fact, there are more than one of us out there in the world. So if you can imagine me um, as the paddle pop lion at the Gold Coast, where it's 40 degree heat and you're wearing a big furry suit, which is plastic lined, there's a lot of sweating going on inside the, the suit. Probably not as much as Santa. So our job was to go around. We'd do a show on the, the stage at the shopping centre, promote um, not only paddle pop lines, but those little ding bats, the bats that you hit with the rubber ball on know the them, end. I know them, yes. Um, and that job sadly came to an end. I, I, I swung a little bit too hard to the right on one occasion, couldn't see out of the nose <laughs> and busted the lip of the demonstrator. 
who said had to say through bloody, bloodied lips, very funny, Pol Pot lion. <laughs> so most, most lawyers are actors, aren't they? I think you need to be a little bit. You, you're always advocating to the bench. I mean, you've got to watch and see what... Are they interested in what you're selling or are they not? Sometimes you've got to push and get their interest back again. But, uh, yeah, you do need to be a bit entertaining. So I started what was essentially an apprenticeship with um, Trilby Misso and Company at Redcliffe when old Mr Misso was still alive. There is, in fact, a Trilby Misso. Yeah. He had a son, Hilton Misso, who I was apprenticed to. So Hilton was my master, as they were called in right. those days. And uh, um, it was a very small firm in Redcliffe when I started. So I quite enjoyed it. I got a cross-section of work to do. Yeah, what sort of work did you do? Um, really a lot of running around with, with the property side of the practice because in those days it wasn't so much done online. You had to travel across the bridge and into town and go and... Um, pay the stamp duty on the contract and then you had to go and get a copy of the title deed which was quite literally a, a piece of paper that they photocopied out of a big book and you'd bring that back to work and all the documents would be prepared. We had a lady who did wills and I can recall she used to stitch them down the side with a needle and thread and, and bind them up with, with special tape and what have you. That was part of her job. So it was a lovely old-fashioned firm. Um, and then when I moved up here um, to finish my apprenticeship with Grant and Simpson, I sort of found myself in the same sort of uh, firm. But And you were studying while you were working? And not? studying while I was working, yeah. So how did you balance that? How Probably poorly. Uh, there were a number of subjects <laughs> that I had to do more than once. But uh, eventually made my way through and was admitted. And I was admitted here in the old sandstone courthouse, which was unusual. Justice Demack was still the central judge at that time. And he used to declare that wherever I sit is the Supreme Court. So he um, decided that he would start doing admissions for young practitioners here, whereas up to that point they'd always been in Brisbane. You had to go to Brisbane to be admitted as a solicitor. But, um, yeah, so myself and Alan Grant and I think Scotty Beaumont from uh, Swanwick, Murray and Roche were all admitted in the old sandstone courthouse. And we were the first in many years, many years, 30 years or more. Now, what brought you from Redcliffe to Rockhampton? Love. <laughs> Love. Um, I met my bride at a wedding and uh, she was from central Queensland and I quite liked uh, the central Queensland region. So when an opportunity came up to transfer, I came up to Grant and Simpson and finished my apprenticeship here, my articles of clerkship as they were called. Okay. Did you have any involvement with the university during your, your period when you were working for Grant and Simpson? No, no. My um, uh, degree was from another university, which I won't name, but uh, I went to QUT and uh, there were few options for online or distance and QUT was, was one that did offer learning by distance and uh, it, it um, puts me in mind of what the online courses were like here when I first joined. So you, you received your notes in the mail in January and we'll be in touch with you in June, see how you're travelling. So, <laughs> well, we got together in groups. It's, it's another thing that I've always tried to instil in the students that I've got. It's really important to get together. Um, and you can't wait for the university to do it for you. You have to look around, make your own contacts and, uh, and get together. We've had my experience recently has been um, with a great little group, for example, in Harvey Bay. Um, where a police prosecutor was the, the motivator and she got together a, a group around her down there and all of those students did really well 
and at least one of them that I'm aware of um, was employed as a, as a junior lawyer almost straight away after he left the, uh, the university. And I think the edge that they had was getting together. So we used to get together in the old sandstone courthouse here. The judge very kindly gave us the keys to the court, if you can imagine that happening these <laughs> days, and said, look, here's the key to the side door so you can get in and use the library. So it was an honour and a trust system, which we, um, I think, often abused by eating in the library and leaving chicken bones about. Could only happen in Rockhampton. Only in Rockhampton, but uh, lifelong friendships when you study together like that, which has been good. So how did you get involved with CQ University? What was your first job? Here? Well, I was, I was working in town for a labour law firm and um, I had just been um, involved in the Coal Royal Commission. Um, we, were, we were appearing for the CFMEU, which has a big um, membership in, in this area. And um, a, a very old dear friend, Robert Fisher, told me that the university was looking to employ its very first lawyer. So I applied um, and, su and uh, surprisingly Robert was also on the panel, <laughs> which was nice. But there, were, there was a panel of other people including Ken Window who was the registrar at the time and a couple of other people. And uh, I was lucky enough to be appointed. That was in 2003, oh, sorry, 2003, 2003. I started in February 2003 as the first university lawyer at CQU. And what does a university lawyer do? What's um, principally acts for the university body corporate, so we don't provide advice to individual people about their problems, although on a pretty regular basis someone will ring up with a family law issue that they'd like an opinion on, but we can't help. Um, mainly looking at contracts, um, a, lot of, a lot of what we do is, is to do with good government decision making, so that's administrative law. And when you think about it, how many decisions does the you do the university staff make in, in any day about uh, whether someone can be admitted um, to a course, um, whether they've committed some sort of bad behaviour, uh, just good government decision making. So uh, we make sure that happens. Look at um, contracts and agreements and, and documents. Sometimes um, still provide advice in my old area, which was um, employment and industrial relations, but uh, the uni has other advisors there. And a little bit, but not much, uh, property work. Do you enjoy it? Is it is it interesting work? Look, I, I uh, enjoyed it very much and I've enjoyed all the time that I've been here, but I'd have to say that the thing that's made it much more enjoyable for me was again my old friend Robert Fisher came to my rescue a couple of years back when I'd been doing the job for a while and we'd had some interesting work and uh, told me that they were uh, the university was going to introduce finally a law program. And so now I've got a half a job. So I've got a half a job as the university lawyer and I've got another half of a job working in the, the faculty. Uh, one of the lecturers had become ill unexpectedly and I stepped into um, the role of teaching in um, introduction to law, which was pretty fundamental. Uh, and a lot of it was just talking about experience um, and how the court systems work and what have you. So what's it like teaching for you? Well, it's great. I think it's fantastic. And, and I can't wait for um, the evenings when we have the online sessions. I really like uh, the questions. I like uh, interacting with the students where I, where I can. The, uh, the whole system of um, putting the lectures, lectures up on the, the system so that students can work to their own pace, I think is fantastic. Um, we've got some really good support people here who have taught me how to use 
systems. So, for example, Peter, from your area, I've learned a bit about uh, making short films and making them a bit more interesting than just sitting at the desk um, speaking to camera. Yeah. Uh, so now we've got all sorts of groovy bits and pieces that make the film a little better. Uh, so because it's good fun. Because our law degree is different from other universities, isn't it? Because it's, it's, it's online totally. It's totally online, which I think does make a difference. When you've got a foot in both camps and you're still doing lectures to a lecture hall and then um, you're also providing the material online, it, it may not be the case, and reasonably or unreasonably, I think some students feel that they're getting second best. They, they feel that uh, there's a, a lack of equity there because, gee, I could do a lot better if I could be there face-to-face, whereas very level playing field, everyone's treated the same. So whether you're in Rockhampton or not, all your material is, is online and your contact with me is usually by telephone or by video link um, or through the Moodle site itself. And we have students right across Australia or the world or where are they Where are they from? All over the world. And a lovely story about that, you find out, don't take a lot of notice until it comes to exam time and, and then you realise that this one's on a on a ship somewhere in the cruising the Mediterranean. That was probably one of the best ones I've had. But we've got people on fishing boats, um, soldiers who go on deployment. Uh, we get uh, fly-in, fly-out miners. But a lot of our students are, have, have had some involvement in the legal uh, profession. So they might be uh, support staff who um, have been encouraged by their boss uh, who's who will say, look, you've been doing this for 10 years, you've really got to get your act together, you, you're too good to keep just doing the secretarial work, come on, get your degree. What would you say is your teaching philosophy? How do you, how do you get your knowledge across to the students, especially online? What's, what's your sort of secrets? I don't know there's any secret. I think um, I'm starting to get the message that you really need to be pretty prepared at the beginning of term, which is a a lesson I've had to learn. But I think I'm getting a bit better at that. But getting the message across to students, the best way that I can do it is to relate it back to personal experiences that I've had as a solicitor. I think having that perspective of being a practising solicitor is what a number of the students seem to enjoy. They like asking questions about, well, have you ever been in a case like that? And, of course, I have been in a few over the years. There's a community legal centre here in Rockhampton. What's your involvement with that? Well, that's my pride and joy. Um, with the uh, with the great support of the Vice-Chancellor, the um, building, which was on Key Street, which was empty, was handed over to the community legal centre about 18 months ago. And what it's meant to do is provide a home where our law students can go and assist. And I think there's a bit of reluctance initially from the centre. They thought, well, we'll end up babysitting students. It'll be like a work experience thing. Now I don't think the centre could operate without them. But we have a clinic on Thursday evening where during term I encourage students to come online, observe the interview. They don't have a speaking role usually at that stage. Then if there's any research that needs doing, I ask whether someone would like to become involved in in that. Or maybe it's writing a letter. They can all have a go at it and between the lot of them we'll come up with one good version and pass on to the client. So... I don't think the legal centre realised just how much a part of the centre the students would become so quickly. I'm really proud of it. And it's named after, of course, Robert Fisher. It's the Robert Fisher Legal Clinic. Yeah. Robert passed away um, late last year, wasn't it? Yeah, very sadly, April last uh, year. Okay, Wayne, um, what's next for you? What do you see in the future for you? I'm really happy just continuing to work in the role that I'm in. I don't see myself um, doing much different, although I'd like to continue to expand 
that connection between the, the university and its students and the practising profession. And there's something to be said for having been a lawyer for, for more than 25 years. You, you can um, front up to people and say, look, I've been in the practice, I continue to practise as a lawyer. Can you do me a favour with my students? Can you, you know, can we involve them in, in this or that? Not keen to return to private practice at this point. Um, get more than enough excitement uh, looking after the uh, university. And uh, I must say, it's been a, they're a great client. The uni is a great client. I like coming to work. I like coming to work in this wonderful parkland. So hopefully I'll continue to do the same thing.